The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. It is week eight recap slash actually we're going to look ahead to week nine. So uh, anyways, we've got our three questions. We're going to talk about some lines, some look ahead lines for week nine. It's uh, the PFF forecast early morning edition. Well, let's rock. I don't even know if Stomsky puts music in these or not. Um, hopefully he does, or else there's going to be some awkward silence. Eric, how are you doing? Man? Well, it's uh, October 29th, um, which means we have two days left in Brocktober, and that's about enough, right? Because I was going to say, like, let's Brock, but actually let's not Brock, because that was, uh, that was a bad one. So, um, yeah, I think otherwise doing great, man. Doing great. I've already forgotten that Thursday night happened. Although this coming Thursday, we get Raiders Niners, which like uh, it gets us it gets us one step closer to Raiders under eight and a half, doesn't it, George? No. So can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little little angry right now. So this Raiders Niners game, I'm a, I'm a Niners fan, and I pray to God that the Raiders win this game. This is a huge game. The loser of this game is in, is in much better position for the future of their franchise. So I fully expect Kyle Shanahan to do what he did today, which is to ensure that the Niners franchise be in the best possible position for when Jimmy Garoppolo comes back. It was a perfect tank job. And and honestly, uh, he's going to have competition on Thursday because the Raiders also did the perfect tank job. You know, they were down 10 nothing. came back. They got it to, what, 21-13 after maybe the the first drive of the third quarter and then proceeded, like, to get outscored, what, like 29-7 to the rest of the game. It was pretty impressive, you know, uh, of a showing. Our Colts now 3-5, and five, three straight home games coming up. Kind of looking like they're going to be contenders, at least for over six and a half, right, George? You're trying to take me off the scent here. I, I'm I want to rant against the people that are trying to tell me that Kyle Shanahan needs to be fired. These peasant incel cucks <laughs> go jump into a a pot of of fiery oil. And burn themselves into oblivion because that is wow. the most ridiculous, the most ridiculous, awful, terrible, uninformed, stupid crap you could say. It's terrible. How do you know they? How do you know that they're in cells though? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I don't know that. Just making a ninety-nine point nine percent. 
You don't, um, you don't know. Guess. You're just using true. data to make an informed decision. <laughs> that's true. That is fair. I just think that's so <laughs> preposterous and ridiculous. And if you're actually – here's the thing that I would say, and you can disagree with me if, if you think I'm wrong. But if you are a true Niner fan, if you are a true Raider fan, if you are a true Cardinal fan, and you are actually out here angry because they are losing these games, then you're not a real fan. You're a joke. You're a peasant, and I have no time for you. So wow. that was that was my uh, my week eight uh, reading from the gospel according to I do, Savior, I, Jimmy Jesus. I do think it. I do think it is interesting, right? Because if you're, it really, it really like. Because you and I, I mean, obviously, like, I have, I, I grew up a Vikings fan. I have not rooted for the Vikings one game this year because I, like, I root for the model. I root for PFF. And, like, we just have not been on that side at all. And, and so, like, I guess I just can't relate to somebody who, who you know, goes to a game or, or watches a game on a random Sunday and says, I need my team to win this game to be fulfilled. You know, because well, if you're if you're a Niners fan, like you losing the game, like you can watch and take some like Fred Warner seems to be a great player. Uh, you know, Solomon Thomas has played inside now. He looks great. You know, uh, Marquise Goodwin's a nice little player. He makes the plays like you can take a lot of positives from a Niners game and still like be like, oh, this loss is a good step towards the future. You, you're a franchise that you were the first to five Super Bowl wins. Like, what's making the play? What's going four and twelve as opposed to two and fourteen? Like, there's no diff. Like, what is the deal? Like, you got to see the you got to see the bigger picture, right? It's it's sad. Um, let's let's move on from this topic. Uh, let's talk really briefly about the Sunday night game because I'm I'm here in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, in your hometown here. Um. The game kind of sucked. I actually thought that was one of the more boring games, aside from like the first two series, which had some highlight reel catches. That was honestly one you of the most Adam boring Thielen games I've watched. You mean Adam and uh, PJ Williams slow dancing before he caught the ball? <laughs> that that was good. The Michael Thomas catch was insane. Um, Cousins made some great throws. That, the Stephon Diggs uh, long play that Michael Thomas catch from Taysom Hill like all, it looked like it was you know we were on pace for a classic and then it, like all of a sudden poop just came falling from the U.S. Bank Stadium skies <laughs> but uh, I gotta say man uh, Minneapolis we were here for the Super Bowl over Super Bowl weekend and it was like negative 10 degrees and I still enjoyed it you know like moderately it was not negative 10 degrees it was about 60 degrees here last night and I thoroughly enjoyed my evening here in Minneapolis. I had some great food. Um, so if you're if you're ever in Minneapolis, you should uh, enjoy yourself. I went to a place called Spoon and Stable, had a pork chop to die for. So if you're here, you should check it out. I mean, I mean the the place did. I mean, I know I, I you know you're right up on our our picks column. I know that nobody cares, but it did. It did. It did cultivate one young Eric Eager for you know the first eighteen years of my life. So yeah, I, I have a fondness for it. I'm glad that you liked it. Despite cultivating you, it has somehow turned out all right. <laughs> so there's that. All right, let's get to our three questions. Let's run through these real quick, and I want to spend some more time talking about Week Nine because we are 
Not we're here. on. To, we're on to it. We're here to move on to the future. Um, all right. Is the the loser of the nine thirty a.m. London game done? By the way, yes. The nine thirty. The nine thirty a.m. London game. Uh, yes. The Jags are done. They suck. Blake Bortles is awful. They're terrible. Wait, Blake um, played well this morning. Yesterday morning. Right. He he played well, just like. Uh, you know, someone that does really bad at their job and just doesn't suck for one day did well at their job on one day. Fire. Um, they, they, like, he was totally mediocre, and it was a good game for him, and that tells you all you need to know. Um, but the funniest thing about this was they had four guys in the booth. Did you watch any of this game at all? Yeah. I don't want to get in tr- I don't want to get in trouble. Honestly, the only, the, the only competence in that entire group was Colleen Wolf. And she wasn't even in the booth. Okay, that's all you need to know. I'm not going to disagree with you. Like, I mean, we we make fun of Tess, Witt, and Bug, and Um, you know, we you know there there are some great like honestly, you know, Buck and Aikman are good. I think Buck is very underrated to be honest. Nance, obviously, but the inability to like, like the the evolutionary process here is long. Like we got, we somehow got to Al and John Madden, right? We got to, you know, iterations of, at, at one point it was like Aikman, Chris, our boss and Buck. That was good. You know, Dick Stockton was a nice, like fulcrum for a while. He's lost his fastball. He's still doing games, still doing 49ers games, right? Cause they're like the eighth box group. And yet like, we're still like, out of this evolutionary goo, we end up with what, with what happened this morning and Monday Night Football. Like, what what's the deal here? I feel like – You know what's funny, though, is that people – like, that people just hate everyone that comment – you know, that, that broadcasts game. Like, there's – no one loves broadcasters. It's just everyone yeah. hates on everyone. And I have a funny story, Alex, to tell you this. Chris told me this story um, after the game today. So he – he was out doing the Football Night in America show. He and Al do a spot on that. And so they're doing it on the field. And I guess, you know, someone in the stands is like, you know, yelling, trying to get his attention. <laughs> and he looks up and this woman is just holding up a sign that says, hey, Chris, everything that comes out of your mouth is Collins worthless. I mean, that tells I mean, that, and that's the problem, right? Because like Chris is clearly good, and yet like Pete and, and Joe Buck's the same thing. Like Packers fans hated Joe Buck when I when I lived in Wisconsin, and I had to explain to them that Joe only does their games when they play a good team, and when they play a good team, there's a chance that other team might do good things, and hence he's going to talk about the other team a little bit, and that's going to trigger you. It's funny. The fact that like the fact that people can't, and there were people on Twitter, I'm again, incels that are like talking crap about Chris because he like missed the fact that like there was an unbalanced line that one play. And like, of course, if you're like ragging on Chris, then like the, the Fox's fourth crew or like three dudes and Michael Irvin in the booth this morning, like, (laughs) I guess that's what we deserve. I mean, it's funny, right? And and the great thing is that the that Twitter trolls actually just represent like the five percent of people that are unemployed and horrible people at the same time. So you know, there's that. But um, it, it is it is funny. 
All right, so the Jags are done. Eagles honestly don't look great, to be honest. I mean, the I breadsticks know. are like five and two, gutted a win out on the road this week. Yeah, the spreadskins, man. Beat the I mean, Giants. The the led by former Viking Adrian Peterson. All right, we need to move on. Yeah. Uh, next question here: Which four and three or better team won't make the playoffs, and which three and four team will make the playoffs? Um. I don't know. You want to go first here? I mean, this is pretty easy. I think for the answer to the first question, it's Miami. Yes. I mean, they're, my, not, they're now four and four. I think if you throw Miami out, it actually becomes a little bit interesting, right? I mean, a team like Baltimore. Yeah, so if, Baltimore would be the one that, that would sort of stick out to me because the, it's their defense that is carrying that team or had carried that team. And if we know anything about defense from our previous question, Previous question, excuse me. It's that uh, good luck, good luck predicting predicting that into the future. Um, all right, which of these three and four teams going this week uh, do you think is now poised to make the playoffs? Uh, it's hard because I actually think like the NFC is going to field two good wild card teams, but I mean I think you have to put Philadelphia in that conversation just in case the breadsticks uh, falter. Um, otherwise, obviously like we, you know, Atlanta at three and four, I think is still in the hunt, but if you look at the NFC, you're going to get, you know, I think Carolina and new Orleans are two playoff teams out of the, out of the South. And then, um, you know, the NFC North is probably going to have, I guess green Bay sort of falls into that category now being three, three and one. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. What do you think? I'm what, what team do you think? Yeah, this is tough. Um, man, I, I think the Falcons have honestly a pretty tough road and, um, yep. their, their defense is really atrocious, but I, what about Detroit? Yeah, that was one that I had sort of thought of, but uh, I do think Detroit is like sneakily better than or at least on par with kind of all those teams, maybe except for the Packers, just because I, I think that division is honestly just going to come down to the quarterback, yeah. you know, as most of these, I think will. Um, and that's the problem for the Falcons is Matt Ryan's good, but Cam Newton and Drew Brees are too. So there's no real clear path there. Um, and I, w I would, I would like to say the Cowboys, because I believe in a lot of the different players on that, you know, on that team, Unfortunately, the one I don't believe in is their quarterback and Dak Prescott. So, um, I don't know. I'll give you, I'll give you a couple here that I think are, um, are the two I would sort of go with. And that is the Titans and the Colts actually at three and five right now. Uh, just cause I think the Texans are, you know, going to be a high variance team. Yeah. I think the Texans, you could have made the argument before their, explosion against the dolphins that their four and three was a pretty hollow four and three. Um, yes. and I think a win like that on Thursday night is going to, is going to knock people off the scent a little bit, but I do, I would not be surprised if the Texans fell off a little bit. Yeah. Neither right. All right. Let's go into week nine lines that, that took, uh, probably seven minutes longer than I anticipated, but you don't want to talk about quarterback. You don't want to talk about Jameis for a little bit. No, we, we need to move on here. Okay. Uh, we need to talk about these games. So, uh, as usual, the place to go make 
your investments, make your bets, is mybookie.ag. It makes every Sunday, in fact, it makes every day of the week more enjoyable because when you're watching, I don't know, Bucks Pelicans, because you got nothing else to do, you can place a little wager. You can do some live in-game betting. Have you seen the Have you seen the Bucks the Bucks shot chart? Are you interrupting my read. I'm sorry. It just no, it's it's okay. came to my head. Apology accepted. Um, and uh, mybookie.ag offers a dollar for dollar match if you use promo code PFF. So head to mybookie.ag and get yourself squared away. Get yourself ready for week nine. There's you know it's never too late. Uh, Bucks shot chart. What are you talking about? Well, have you seen the buck? The Bucks shot chart is like the analytics, like dream, right? At through uh, like, like seven games, free throw or uh, sorry, uh, I mean layups and threes. It's like a perfect like half, you know, half circle around the right. three point line, and and then like a bunch of points just really scattered around the hoop. It's great. So it's, I mean, that's honestly like half the teams in the NBA though. The okay. Rockets, the Rockets have been doing that for a little while. Just, you're a Timberwolves fan, so I can understand why you would not know that that is more normal. Dysfunction is the name of the game in Minneapolis for the uh, basketball teams. Yeah, but except for the restaurants, though. I'm telling you, man. On fire. All right, here we go. Rolling into week nine. Raiders, Niners, Thursday night football. Can't wait. So excited. Uh, look at line is Niners at home, minus three and a half. <laughs> sure. Uh I mean, what? I guess I would say you would have to lean towards the Raiders, right? Uh, yeah. So we, I haven't run the uh, the the numbers using this week's data, but if you look at um, if you look at going into last week, so again, uh, data through week seven, San Francisco, we put them at about a two and a half, a two to two and a half point favorite. So I do think the side here is the Raiders. I, I I'm with you. I think I'm really interested to see which team is going to try to tank more. Yes. Thank you for thank you for incorporating numbers from last week. I mean, I think they're instructive. What did the, what did we figure out about the Raiders and Niners this today? Yesterday. Uh, I'm giving you a hard time because, like, yes, I just told you the not the Raider the the Raiders suck. The Niners suck. So take the points. Yep. You're welcome. Look at that. Thank you for Math. your service. Analytics. There's no chart for that. <laughs> <laughs> Mooch, who is uh, wrong? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, our buddy, Frisco Josh, for a great tweet. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lions, Vikings. Vikings at home favored by six. God. That's. So, so the only thing that. kind of high, right? The only thing that's going to keep, like, so I would initially say there's no way we're going to like the Vikings here. However, we hate, we, our numbers don't like the Lions either <laughs> on a weekly basis, right? Yeah, we had Seattle uh, today. Right. <sighs> the, the Detroit, Detroit is, has given the Vikings, the Detroit is the only NFC North team that has yet to lose at U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, they are, you know, I think a team that's kind of like, I don't know. Again, there's a ton of uncertainty here. And much like the Oakland-San Francisco game, I would just take the points with all that uncertainty. I like the Lions here quite a bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I feel like they're a great matchup for 
the Vikings. I don't know. They've got the receivers. Well, if, if the Vikings are as injured defensively as they were tonight, like the thing about t- tonight's game, is, you know, uh, with the Saints, is the Saints didn't even have to do that much offensively. Like they didn't really go after whole. Like the Vikings were starting an undrafted rookie at one of their corners, and the Saints really, there. really didn't have to go there. You know, whereas I think Detroit has you know three good wide receivers. Uh, some backs out of the backfield, an offensive line that's not bad, right? Probably even good. And so I do think Detroit will put up some points against the Vikings. And then you just have the uncertainty that is Case Keenum because he, or not Kate, sorry, the, the Freudian slip for the second straight PFF forecast. We're up. Let's move on to the next game. Yeah. Since you've, since you've given Case Keenum back to the Vikings. Yeah. Um, I agree with you, though. Your chefs. Visiting the Cleveland Browns, the Browns are getting eight and a half points at home. Um, I can't, I find it hard to foresee a mathematical prediction liking the Chiefs on the road by more than nine or nine or more. Uh, do you agree? Yeah. Um, so I agree with you, except for it's the Browns. And the Browns, I think, in our ELO system have, have always been low enough uh, to for these big numbers to be reached. Uh, that said, I I don't think I would be on the side of the Chiefs uh, if, if push came to shove. Yes, I agree. Uh, Steelers-Ravens in the most overrated rivalry Ooh, fire. in football. These games just aren't that fun anymore. Um yeah, so so the Ravens are three point favorites. We would probably put the game at about a point and a half. So I think there probably would be some value on the Steelers here. Steelers revenge game coming off oh, a road team coming off of a bye, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I do think uh, there is a side to be had here, and that's why the juice is one fifteen towards Pittsburgh. Yep, totally agree. Uh, what I assume will be Ryan Fitzmagic. Uh, this is so. Can we pause for like one second? It's great that we have a veteran quarterback controversy in the NFL right now. It really is. No, it, it's fantastic. It's uh, it's sad because man, that James Winston, you know, should it, it, not. Yes, it, it's it sucks because he has all his talent and um, you know, is getting benched for a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick. But, but actually, but it, I think it, it would be more tragic if more young quarterbacks weren't looking like they were about to work out. So like Goff, Mahomes, you know, Trubisky, maybe, you know, some of these were like, if the NFL, if, if the NFL really needed Jameis to work out, this would be sadder than I think it is now where I think if Jameis didn't work out, there would still be, I think a decent crop of young quarterbacks that are still going to be good. So I don't know. I, I'll take the entertainment. I'm I'm with you. Uh, all right. Next up, we got Falcons. Well, what, which which side do you like? So Carolina's minus five and a half at home. Oh. Uh. Could be the box. Okay. I think the numbers will probably. I if I had to predict the PFF green line, I would say that we're going to pick the Carolina Panthers as a home favorite here. Hmm. Yes. I. I could see that, though. 
Fitzpatrick, Fitz if I could speak His English. His stats are great. Three in the morning. Um, he's fantastic. He's been fantastic. So uh, I could see this one being a no pick. Um, and people want to get enamored with the Panthers. Right? They're a fun team to get enamored with. That's right. I think they got a little lucky in that Baltimore game. I thought it was all skill. Thanks. Uh, Falcons spread skins in lovely Washington, D.C. The Redskins, two and a half point favorites. Um, I think this line is right on the money. Yeah. Uh, like, this it, is where I would put it if I were, if I had to guess the line. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, that's, I think it's fair. I think, where would you lean then? Like, if you had to pick a If I had, if I had to pick a side? Uh, I would take the Falcons to the points. Same here. Yeah, but I think uh, I think this line is. is I mean, decent. the the fact is, is if if Matt Ryan plays really well, there's no way that Alex Smith can keep up. Oh, absolutely. But it's also going to be outside in Washington. So, yep. and Adrian Peterson, as we saw with Army this week, uh, if you impose your will on another team, there are positive benefits to that. Yes, if you establish. Physical dominance against your opponent, you have a good shot at winning. Texans on the road against the Denver Broncos. What a wonderful game this will be. Broncos are one-point favorites. Um, You know where our numbers are going to be going here. Right? It's hard for... (sighs) Our numbers numbers historically do not like Houston. And so... Uh, we liked them against the Jags, though. Yeah, because I think we hate the Jags even more. You know, like the well, the Jaguars game was profoundly mispriced. True. But like here, Denver is you're basically saying that a Houston team with a bad defense and a quarterback with a collapsed lung is two points better than a Denver team with an okay defense, a good running game, and Kirk Cousins, a quarterback. We were kidding about the running game. You you remember that, right? Kirk Cousins at quarterback for Denver. <laughs> oh God, um, funny joke. It's really hilarious. All right, which side would you lean? Denver. Yeah, that's probably the right side. Um, it is actually definitely the right side. Chargers visiting the Seahawks. Seahawks two and a half point favorites. I, once again, think this is a very efficient line. What do you think? Yep. Um, And, yes, I I think this is actually going to be an entertaining game. Hmm. Nice of you. I mean, we've got to have one, right? Well, there's there's a couple. I'm telling you, man, the Steelers-Ravens games do not. Uh, No, I don't don't disagree, but don't you think Tampa Bay – Versus Carolina is going to be lit. <laughs> well, now that you've said it like that, probably not. <laughs> uh, if you had to pick a side, which one would you go with? Uh, I would take the the numbers say the Chargers, but I have a hard time seeing a team like the Chargers going into a place like Seattle and and playing well. That's the reason that the Chargers getting two and a half is the right choice. Uh, Saints plus one at home 
against the Rams. Now, this is an interesting one because when we talked pregame, you said to me, Saints, really like the Saints here. I think we're going to like the Saints. Do you want to change your tune now that you have seen Sunday Night Football? No. I, the Saints played – the Saints did not play well the other – I mean, they they did not play well against the Vikings in many aspects, and they won by multiple scores. And the Vikings are not a terrible team. The okay, Here's a question. How much of it is McVay right now? Pretty good amount. Yeah. Like, the Rams – the Rams – and I don't know how much of it was was – was a, a plethora of things, um, but the Rams have kind of allowed teams that are not the caliber of the Saints to give them games the last month. Yeah, to put up some points. And That's so, fair. and so I, I mean, the Saints at home in the dome, like the Rams, like they, I don't know. I guess, I guess if they, if the Rams lose, they're no longer the one seed. So there isn't really something that you know they can. Um, you know, they can't like lose. This is actually like kind of a must win, but at the same time, I mean, it's just hard for me to envision. Now, this line here was before the game. Um, so I wonder if it's moved at all, but if the Saints are getting points, I'm taking them all day. All day long. What about you? Uh, I think so. I think that's what most people will, will, say and I'm not sold on that Don't uh, you? okay I, I, I agree that it's tantalizing but I will say this the the Rams I do think are well built to give Drew Brees some problems right with the pressure that they can get on the interior because the tackles for the Saints are phenomenal it's really hard to get edge pressure against them. But as we saw last year, right, Aaron Donald can get inside and kind of cause some traffic um, and some issues for Breeze. And then so Kirk Cousins marched against that that defense. What is What are McVay and Goff and Gurley and, you know, everyone else going to do, right? Like they're just going to stomp all over that secondary. Yeah, I my issue is is like how much diff how much how much different is the Rams defense than the Saints? Like to me, I think that they're very similar entities, right? You have you know Marshawn Lattimore and Marcus Peters are essentially both guys with huge amounts of upside, but give up a lot uh, at times. The you know defensive lines of both have a lot going for them. The linebackers are meh, right? So like, and then the other cornerback spots for both teams are a complete disaster at times. So I always, I just wonder, like, if the defenses are are squared up, then which team has the better offense? I'm probably going to go with the Saints at home. Okay. Well, I think you and many, many other people will as well. Um, but uh, I'm a little bullish on the Rams. Pats, the game of the century here. Patriots hosting. Al was so Pats. like Al was so lit up about this game in the booth today. 
I mean, everyone's lit up about this game. It's Rodgers. It's Brady. It's, it's exciting. Uh, Patriots favored by six. By six at home. What say you? Uh, I mean, obviously the Patriots have to play a, a, something assembling a game tomorrow. Um, but I think that I think that the side that people are going to like is the Pats or sorry the Packers, seeing how they sort of co- seeing how they covered against the Rams, um, and I don't necessarily disagree. I don't. I I kind of hope that this is a no pick for Green Line because I just I have no feel for it at this point. You know there is nothing, nothing, nothing. Bill Belichick wants more than for Brady to struggle in this game and for them to win because his defense shuts down Aaron Rodgers. He has been dreaming about that scenario in in a sauna of his own dreams, right? It just – right? Am, am I am – I, I mean, I, I think it would be like more of a stair-stepper with that like bag of a shirt that he wears while he works out. Sure. Um, so – I don't know. Six is going to tempt, certainly tempt some people because uh, this Patriots team has been really, really good. I'm, you know, I'm presuming they're going to, you know, beat Buffalo by 14 or more tomorrow. So, um, it, it is hard. It is really hard for me to go against Rodgers, though. So I think I, I think I would have to go Rodgers in the points. The thing with the Packers that that is, I mean, their offensive line's great. They have four good receivers now. Um, Jimmy Graham's okay. He made some plays today, and their running backs adds add something, you know, obviously that they haven't had in a while. That offense is pretty complete. I think the only thing holding it back, to be quite frank, is play calling at times. And I actually think that the part you didn't mention there, which would have been probably second or third on my list, is the uh, the coverage that they've got going on, right? Like, I mean, if Jair Alexander plays, he's he's really good. Yep, he is. Yep. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see where our number comes out on that. Of course, you want to make sure you get a PFF Elite subscription, which gets you access to PFF Green yeah. Line, and so you can check out all the lines on Tuesday morning. All right, last one, Monday Night Football. A real doozy here. Dallas Cowboys hosting the Tennessee Titans. Cowboys soon to be are, the soon to be AF South AFC South Division champion Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Cowboys are getting four points, too high, too low. Uh, Cowboys giving four, and it looks at some places it's Sorry. like yes, six. So they're what? kind of like in no man's land here. Um, <sighs> Cowboys giving six. The, so so these the, these lines were I think like look ahead from about like eight eight Eastern and now if I look at so my bookie doesn't have them posted yet but I looked at another place and it's six and those are kind of no man's land anyway but basically you're saying that Dallas is definitively better than Tennessee and I fundamentally reject that despite my hatred for Marcus Mariota on the podcast on Thursday I think he is better than Dak Prescott and hence should probably. And, you know, this is a better quarterback getting points situation here. If this is six, Titans are going to be one of my favorite picks. Just going to say that right now. Uh, even at four. I'm going to invest here. I think this should be three. I honestly think this should be three. 
Um, Cowboys have better defense. They're at home. Their quarterback is worse, and that is going to be an issue. Alrighty, that was the Week Nine rundown. What is your favorite pick so far uh, from Week Nine? Um, wow. Uh, Carolina minus five and a half. Don't hate it. What about yours? Don't hate it. Um. Here. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess it in my mind. Um, I, th- there are two that really stuck out to me. One of them are, are the Lions getting six, and the other is the Titans getting six. I was gonna guess that you liked uh, the Chargers plus two and a half. Mm. I I don't hate it. I don't hate that one either. Um, all right, that was week nine. Of course, we'll have a bunch of YouTube videos coming out on Tuesday, so check those all out. And if you've got any questions, you can hit us up on Twitter. Just help you PFF Elite subscription. It's hard for me to speak. It's, you know, three in the morning. Um, so that you can check out PFF Greenline. Of course, you can hit us up on Twitter anytime that you want. Man, another week down. See you guys next week. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply.